Welcome to Chapter 3 of HealthSystemCIO.com's interview with Brian Thomas, CIO at Swope Health Services. In this segment, Thomas talks about how serving with the Marines provided him with a strong leadership foundation, what he has found to be the keys to limiting staff turnover, and why he has made it a point to share knowledge through his blog. Now, as far as coming to Swope, what was it that made you interested in this organization in particular? Well, it was, um, there was some interest there, obviously, but uh, at the time, I had mentioned previously, when I was at the hospital system that, that, you know, my role was in jeopardy due to the sale of the organization to another system. And since I'd been in healthcare about 20 years now, uh, Swope was, a, was an easy choice, of course, but I knew it's, it was an organization where, um, you know, I can actually contribute to the community of greater Kansas City, the people that are in need, most of need. But of course, what I didn't realize working at a nonprofit community health center is it's got its own challenges on top of healthcare technology, which, as you know, is, is, is challenging, to say the least. What have you found to be the, the key challenges? Well, we have to compete like the big hospital systems, but on a, a lower budget, right, right, if that right. makes sense, right? So just to give you some stats here, you know, about 53, maybe 54% of our patients are self-pay, meaning that they're uninsured. About maybe 30% of those are uh, or more is, is, is Medicaid and, and there's a certain percentage of, of Medicare and about 3% is commercial. So as you can see, it, we work in a tough business. Yeah. Okay. Now you've been in healthcare for, for quite a while, but in, in different roles or, or different uh, mm-hmm. capacities before coming to this role, like, obviously. Yeah. So been in Healthcare IT about 20 years. I've uh, been in uh, various roles, from being, you know, a systems administrator, a programmer early in my career, and uh, you know, working in the trenches to being a manager and director for many years. Um, and the accumulation of of that experience has kind of put me where I'm at today. And and not that I wanted to necessarily land in healthcare, and that's kind of where I landed early in my career. But I would have to say. Healthcare is definitely an industry I'd like to stay in for the remainder of my career, and um, it's got a lot of work and challenges of its own uh, that we all acknowledge, but I do love it. I really do. Are you surprised at, at the direction um, your career has taken, especially when you know, looking back at being a programmer? Is this uh, something where you thought you'd land in the spot where you are now, or is kind of how things unfolded? Well, just like life, things unfold that way, right? I think life would be boring if you, you knew what was going to happen, and so um, obviously, there's been times during my career where I had to, you know, think of a decision, and, and you know, you come to a fork in the road, and which way do you go? And and uh, believe me, there's been a few sleepless nights where I had to make those those decisions, and I have to say that um, I don't regret any decision uh, in my career uh, about which way I went, but uh, certainly say it's it's something I didn't anticipate necessarily from day one. Right. I guess that you have to be willing to, to try different things and go into different roles, and, uh, you know, good things can happen. Agreed. Now, um, as far as, as your military experience, so you were with the Marines for a time? Correct. I'd like to add on that, Kate, is no doubt that my military experience in the Marine Corps has shaped me for who I am today. That certainly has provided me a strong leadership foundation. And the military overall teaches good leadership, but I believe the Marine Corps and just the Marine Corps, we're a small uh, branch, obviously, but we take pride. But the Marine Corps takes that to a leadership to a whole new level. 
So I'm very proud that I had the opportunity to serve, but also learned from that experience. Right. And have there been specific times where you could really tell that you, you were benefiting from that experience, or has or it more just been in general with the way you, you try to carry yourself? Um, it's probably been a little of both, but early on the Marine Corps teaches you that um, obviously they have a different mission than you do in the civilian world. Is Their job is to be the most lethal fighting force on a moment's notice. And, you know, if you're all the way down to at the lowest levels, a fire team leader, a squad leader, platoon leader, company commander, or, or battalion commander, one of your leaders is, is um, taken out or shot, whatever, unfortunately, um, you know, you may be asked to step into that role. And just like I was talking about earlier, knowing your organization's business inside and out, and that's how it's taught in the Marine Corps, is, is leadership is taught at a very early Right, right as you get out of boot camp, you're, you're taught those leadership traits that every Marine should uh, possess because you, you may be called on that at some time during your career. And, and I certainly was in the Marine Corps. I was there for four years. So uh, great learning experience. And I think, like I said, that was my foundation to uh, my leadership today. And I, I know that this is probably difficult to answer, but when you think about your leadership strategy, how, how would you characterize that? Are you somebody who communicates very often, or you know, are you kind of hands-off as far as hands-on? Sure. So obviously, early in my career, I worked in the trenches. I understand the more you know about a particular process, or if you're a subject matter expert, it just it just empowers you. So the more I know about the areas that uh, fall under my responsibility, the stronger I am. So being a leader, knowledgeable is number one. Um, number two is building that those relationships. For example, if you can build trust at the highest level with your entire staff, you're going to know that you're going to get from point A to point B and get there on time. You know, if you try to be a leader by yourself, and uh, sit in a silo, and, and just because you have that title, life will be very difficult. And what I've learned is if you can treat everybody with respect and uh, communicate often and clearly, um, everybody will be doing the same thing that you would like them to do and perform the way at the levels you'd like them to perform to get the things done. Uh, the benefits of, of this, Kate, is limited turnover. In the last 10 years, I've virtually had zero turnover in my department. So that's the type of leader, leader I am, is I like to really build up the community, the team, and it's all about the team. It's never about, you know, an individual. Obviously, I recognize individuals that go above and beyond, but, but it's, it's, not, it's clearly not about me. It's clearly about the team and the mission. And the last point I wanted to, to touch on is that you write a blog, and um, I don't know if you've always been somebody who writes, but it can be a little bit challenging to, to be so transparent. And um, what made you getting into this, and uh, what do you really get out of it? Really, it's, it's um, just satisfaction. You know, years ago I, I designed and developed websites, and uh, it's just something I still am passionate about and seeing how website development has come in the last 20 years. So it was, it was more of a hobby that turned into, you know what, I like to talk about what I do in the industry and what other people are doing. And, and I'm not like the greatest writer, but I know that just getting out there and sharing your experiences with people is hopefully helping them. And, and that's, 
that's kind of where it started. And, and in the process, obviously, I've developed this brand now or this following, so to speak, and it's been great. I've actually learned a lot more because of, of actually blogging. Uh, other industry professionals have reached out to me and shared their insights and, and comments and so forth. So it, it's been great, and, and I, like I said, I hope to continue to do it. Yeah, I think that it's great to see, and uh, I think there's, there's definitely a need for it. There's, there's so much need now for sharing of best practices, and that seems to me like a, a really uh, efficient way to do that. Absolutely. All right. Well, uh, I know we've, um, we've touched on a lot. I don't know if there's anything else that, that we missed, but um, I wanted to thank you so much for your time. You're welcome, Kate. I, I appreciate this opportunity, and, and like I said, um, Love working with Health System CIO and, and you and your staff and Anthony, and it's, it's been great. Um, and I just hope to learn from you all and, and all the information that you all share uh, is very insightful for me. And it, it actually motivates me to uh, continue to contribute to um, the industry. Thanks for saying that. It's nice to hear. And, uh, yeah, thank you so much for the time. And I definitely hope to reach out to you and, and connect again and see how things uh, have progressed in the next year or so. Absolutely, Kate. Certainly welcome you back. All right. Well, thanks so much and enjoy the rest of your day. Thanks, Kate. You too. Bye-bye now. Thank you for listening to this podcast from healthsystemcio.com. To hear other podcasts, visit our website or subscribe to our account in iTunes at healthsystemcio.com backslash podcast.